Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Again, I went to bed at the half. The game was at 10.05. Um, I was a little, I'm a little Dion out anyway. I mean, he's on 60 minutes. First take is there. Game day is there. Fox is there. I mean, he's all over the place right now. And, um, you know, I, listen, I'm not a huge Dion fan to begin with. Um, it goes back probably to the McCarver days with the bucket of water. Uh, so I am not a huge Dion fan. A hell of a player, you know, won the Super Bowls with the two teams, San Francisco and Dallas. Um, and he did a hell of a job at Jackson State. Uh, and I give him credit for wanting to go to Jackson State to start his career. I thought going to Colorado was a brilliant move. I'm, I'm the first to say it. I did not think that was a bad move. I like that move. Something different for Colorado. Why not? And, uh, and I'm not completely surprised that he's had so much success. I mean, he, who wouldn't want to play for Deion Sanders in uh, 2023 America? I mean, he's a Hall of Fame defensive back who's got a lot of personality. Uh, there's uh, a young kid who would want to play for him. Now, it doesn't mean I got to root for him, but a young ki- young uh, uh, kid would love to play for him. So, uh, and a quarterback, his kids, uh, you know, that's a 98-yard drive to get that game tied, get the two-point conversion, uh, and then, of course, in overtime. And a cheap shot by Colorado State on Hunter, the receiver, in the first half. That was a cheap shot and got the kid hurt. He's going to miss three weeks. That is really a cheap shot. Colorado State was all pumped up to go out there and beat them. We all know about the coach who said about the sunglasses and all those kinds of things. Um, but a cheap shot. So, I mean, because of that, I probably w- would have rooted for Colorado as the game went along. But here's what I'm going to say about Colorado State. If you're Colorado State, and you want to sit there and make believe that you're a tough team and you're this and you're that. Uh, you got to remember a couple things. You're walking into Boulder. You got nothing to lose in the game. You're already 0-1. Nobody cares about Colorado State. Nobody's ever going to Fort Collins to see your team play or game day running out there to Fort Collins. You got a chance to really put a stamp on, you know, beating him, number one, and winning a big game in a rivalry that you usually don't win, number two, and you have two chances, as uh, Norville did in that late in the game, to put that game away, and on both times, you basically punt or pass, uh, and, and, you know, and, 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 push the game further along, that is disgraceful. And that's gutless. In this first sequence, they had a fourth and two. Now, I didn't see it live, but certainly read about it, followed it, saw the highlights. They had fourth and two at 28-20 with 2.05 left of the game at around the 47-48 yard line. Fourth and two, where you get a first down there, the game is over. And you've scored, you know, some points in the game. You are the fourth and two, and you punt. Now, if you have a chance where you're the upstart, you got nothing to lose in the game, zero to lose in the game, and you got a chance to get one first down, and the game is over right around midfield on fourth and two. Now, I understand you punted the ball out of bounds at the two-yard line. So you made him go 98 yards. I get that. But you are the fourth and two to put the game away and you don't go for it in that situation when you're Colorado State on the road with a nothing-to-lose game, you're playing with house money, that's ridiculous. That's the first mistake. And then in the second mistake, they tie the game up in overtime. In the first overtime, they tie the game up. 
And he doesn't, and that and they tied up, and he kicks the extra point and doesn't go for the two point conversion. This is Colorado State, folks. This is not a national. I mean, freaking Tom Osborne. Has he heard of him? He went for two to beat Miami in the in in the Orange Bowl to win a championship. Tom Osborne. Has he heard of him, Norville? Who spent all week trying to tell me about sunglasses? Has he heard of Tom Osborne? Who, if he kicked the extra point against Miami in 84, still, pound for pound, the best college football game, not even that close that I've ever seen. And that includes Texas USC. Not even that close. That's, you know, you got it. That's 35 years ago. You have to be, you know, 55 years of age to remember it. That is one of the great games in the history of the sport, 31 30. And Osborne went for two, and this guy decides in that situation where he goes a two-point conversion, and the game is over. No back to Colorado. This is the second possession in the overtime, and you kick the extra point and force a second overtime. That's gutless, too. This coach, whose team was chippy, whose defensive back got thrown out of the game on an incredible cheap shot. That was a cheap shot. Cheap shot. The, the ball already bounced, and he hit Hunter in the chest and knocked him out for three weeks. That is a disgrace. That's a cheap shot. And then this coach twice had a chance to win the game with two point with getting two yards, obviously two and a half yards in a two-point conversion, and getting the two yards on fourth and two at 28-20. And he elects in both situations A to punt and B to kick the extra point. That, my friends, is called gutless football. And if you're that Colorado State Hulk, put this on your little podcast tonight. Maybe they hear it. And if you're that little freaking college, if you're a college football fan and you and you root for Colorado State, here's what you do. Get that dopey coach, get him a film of Osborne in 84, who on fourth and eight ran his bread and butter play uh, with a backup quarterback. I know I think Gil was still in the game. Sorry, back up running back with Jeff Smith when Rozier broke his ankle and did a fourth and eight option. Touchdown. Touchdown. And then he decided to go for the championship, and we didn't have to. They kicked the extra point. Miami had lost. They kicked the extra point. They would have won the title. And he, and he hadn't won one yet. And instead, he went for two. And this guy here who's not playing for anything. They're not winning the national championship. Nobody cares. We're going to forget about Colorado State after this 10 minutes. That's it for them. And I'll mention him with Gary and we'll say goodnight. Nobody cares about Colorado State. We don't care about him now. And we don't care about him next week. I can care less. And this guy's got a chance to beat Dion in a huge moment on national TV for him in that spot. And twice he doesn't do it. That's a disgrace. That is an absolute disgrace. And if you're going to sit there and tell me, well, Chris, hold on now. He got him down to the two-yard line. They scored in seven plays. They went 98 yards. And if you're going to use that as your excuse, okay, what's your excuse for the second time? In first overtime. They scored and he kicked the extra point. See, if you have the ball first in overtime, you got to kick the extra point. Because if you don't get the extra point, then you lose on an extra point. If you don't get it. The second, so you have to, you got to make them make the decision. May throw past the buck to them. And this guy had a chance to do that. Oh, my God. Terrible. And the other thing I'll say is the SEC is overrated. Okay, Alabama stinks. It's, they don't have a quarterback. 
I mean, Alabama, they're playing a kid from Notre Dame, and I saw him play in person. He stinks. Buckner, the kid from Stanford, he can't play. He is not a Division I quarterback on a big level. He's not any good. And why did he take the starter out anyway? Uh, you know, the starter, okay, he had some issues against Texas. Nick decides against South Florida to try somebody else. A kid from Notre Dame, a transfer who's not any good? What is Nick doing? I mean, I understand that starter. You know, he wasn't great against Texas. We get that. He's a runner more than he is a thrower. And I understand that too. Give him a chance. Nick puts the Notre Dame transfer in. He stinks. He's not any good. He's not a Division I quarterback. And I know I saw him. He was at Notre Dame. I saw him live three or four times. He's not any good. And then he, then he plays the Ty Gibson kid, the redshirt freshman. I don't know anything about him. So maybe he has started him this week against Old Miss. But boy, oh boy, Nick. Nick, if he lost a fastball, to make a quarterback because you lost against Texas and you had a lead in the third, to make a quarterback change that quick against South Florida and you're going to win if I play? Oh, come on, please. And that SEC. I know Gary's going to wave the pom-poms. That conference stinks. Alabama's not that good. Uh, Georgia was, you know, South Carolina's not that good. Uh, Florida, Tennessee stinks. They got routed by Florida. They got they didn't, they didn't lose. They got routed by Florida. Florida lost to Utah. That and not. Uh, well, you can make a big deal about Missouri because they kicked a sixty-something yard field goal. That is not a big deal. The SEC dominance. See ya. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.